Here are the four things I have to tell you about evangelization. Evangelization isn't about you. It's what we're called to do because it's part of our witness as baptized Catholics, right? But it's not about us. Remember the word, so second, the word so often spoken throughout sacred scripture, even by Jesus Christ in John chapter 14, do not be afraid. This is the resounding echo from the Old to the New Testament. Psalm 56, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Isaiah 41, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Second Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. I could go on and on with various verses comforting our fears and anxiety. And I encourage you to do the same. Know scripture and know the message to not be afraid. Even in the face of physical danger or emotional danger as well. Remember, courage is to act. It's a virtue to act in the face of fear. Doesn't mean that the fear is gone, but it's to still act. So number one, I said evangelization isn't about you. Two, remember the words of scripture, especially do not be afraid. But third, remember Jesus Christ gave the apostles this message. He told them to be fishers of men. This is important and here's why. We're called to win souls, not arguments. This is really important. We're called to win souls, not arguments. That means that when we have a debate or a question or a disagreement or those unique rare opportunities to have a conversation about a topic that a friend, a stranger, or a family member disagrees on, there are opportunities to plant seeds. I'll never forget about two or three years ago, I was speaking at a conference and I was speaking about the topic of gender ideology and transgenderism. And I, when that year, whenever I'd speak about that topic, I would have so much anxiety building up within me leading up to those talks. And I have to tell you, I have been so blessed. I don't really get a lot of anxiety when I talk about topics or even when I used to dance and perform. It's a total grace from God, um, unless like my mom or like a family member who I really love is present, then that gives me stress just because it's like my family member, this person I love, like I want to make sure I communicate well and you start overthinking it. It's much easier to talk to strangers or semi-strangers. So here's the deal. I'm stressing about talking about the transgender topic. The year before, I had been traveling up and down the state. I was in Silicon Valley, and the critique was intense over some of the just basic scientific, psychological, neuroscience-based facts. I was just presenting the facts that actually fall in line with what the church teaches. So long story short, I end up speaking to a priest, and I said, please pray for me, Father. I have a lot of anxiety when talking about this transgender topic. I'm going to be covering it in just a couple hours with a few hundred um, college students. And he looked at me and he said, you're just planting seeds. You have no responsibility beyond that. Why are you worrying? That seed is going to blossom years from now. Tomorrow, you don't know when. Your job is to just share the truth. And it was like a kind of a backhanded slap, like stop making it about you. 
You're planting a seed. You've been given this opportunity. Let go of your emotional attachment to it. Evangelization is a work of God, not of you and I. So my final point and my four kind of point response to this is when we think about evangelization debates and so forth in these terms, it's easier not to shut down emotionally or become angry or become discouraged by the experience because it's really not about us, one. We're called not to be afraid in scripture. We're also called to be fishers of men. In other words, we're called to win souls, not arguments. It's not about having the best word choice. It's not about winning the argument and getting someone's heart and mind to change instantly over abortion, although that can happen and that's wonderful. It's not our work. And I think that this is most easily seen, and I'll give you this example, the next time you debate someone about the issue of abortion, and you're getting really frustrated. So often, so many of the women who are so intensely fighting for abortion rights, often they themselves have had an abortion in the past, and they're carrying that wound of the abortion. And so rather than us being proud in that debate, and trying to engage in it too intensely and win the argument and have all the right words, we have to have compassion and remember that sometimes the reason people are holding to a certain position on a various topic is because they themselves carry their own wounds and that's what's leading them to be a proud and stubborn advocate. And so we're called to speak into that pain and brokenness for us not to be afraid, not make it about ourselves, and not make it about winning that argument. 